either we are there or not, ITSB Magazine still gets the best stories. There are plenty of conferences and all sorts of events that spark our curiosity and allow us to start conversations with some of the world's brightest minds. In person or virtually, we sit down with them at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society. Together, we discover what the synergy of these three elements means for the future of humanity. Knowledge is power, now more than ever. CrowdSec, the collaborative and open-source cybersecurity solution. Analyze behaviors, respond to attacks, and share signals across the community for free. Let's make the internet safer together. Learn more at crowdsec.net. EdgeScan offers continuous vulnerability intelligence as a service, accurately identifying vulnerabilities and exposures across the full stack. All threats are verified by cybersecurity experts, providing exploitable risk and remediation guidance, virtually false positive free. Learn more at edgescan.com. Pentera, the leader in automation security validation, allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real-world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact. Learn more at www.pentera.io. Marco. John. Are you chirping? I am chirping, yes. I'm, on, <laughs> I'm, I'm tweeting. I'm tweeting, tweeting? all the time. I have, I have the birds' tweets in my head. <laughs> but it's the actual sound that I'm hearing. I don't know where it's coming from. And, I don't know. Uh, I can't claim them. Maybe I have to. I don't know. You can't claim them. I don't know if our fo- uh, our guest Fox uh, has birds and he's just messing with us. But uh, no, you know it's a uh, it's almost midnight here in Stockholm. All the birds are asleep. <laughs> Might get an occasional yeah. owl. That's right. <laughs> one, one swooping down for fun, but. Uh, yeah, Marco. This is uh, this is our, our chats on the road to Hacker Summer Camp. Uh, we're we're still catching up with a lot of the speakers and keynotes and village organizers for uh, Black Hat and DefCon, and it's exciting. A first year village, Marco. I know. I'm excited to hear the story, the why about this village. <laughs> Almost like the origin story. You know, we, we like That's to right. do the. Being the first year, there's a lot to learn, a lot that we don't know. And thankfully, once again, uh, we're not the only one on the podcast. And we have somebody that knows a lot more than us. <laughs> exactly. So this is uh, all about uh, retail hacking. And there's the, the retail, retail hacking village. And Fox is on to uh, give us some insights. Fox, thanks for joining. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm really excited. And uh, at midnight from Stockholm. I guess your, your <laughs> counterpart uh, bailed on you and he, he's in Vegas already. Well, so he lives stateside um, and he wanted me originally to come today as well, but I literally just got back from Norway for another event. So <laughs> I, had to, I had to spend one day with the family, you know? It's important. Before man. you go, uh, go out to the start, US. Start breaking stuff. Well, listen, um, for those don't know, that don't know you, and that would be Marco and I included, this is our first time meeting you. Uh, who is Fox? What do you do? What's your role at the village? 
Yeah. Uh, so, hi, I'm Fox. Usually Fox three four five five. I am an enterprise ICT and cyber TSCM security consultant. So I've worked on multiple contracts that you know range from banking to payment stuff. Uh, I was brought into the village as a co-lead somewhat late into the game. Uh, but I've always had a fascination with retail devices and uh, just kind of how the inner workings of retail works. I had my starts in Geek Squad, so I was able to tinker a bit there. I mean, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Nice one. And then... I don't know. Some of our listeners might have an idea um, of the scope of what you look at in payment. Because um, in some of the other conversations that Marco and I had, we, from the village perspective, we often see there's an overlap, right? ICS yeah. and IoT, there's certainly a fine line there. Uh, AppSec Village can't have IoT without an app. So, I mean, yeah, of course. And Cloud Village. But this one seems like a. An interesting space that probably includes a lot of those things that I mentioned, maybe even more. Yeah, so it was interesting to say the least, trying to whittle down what exactly retail would entail. And um, unfortunately for them, but fortunately for us, the payment village couldn't make it this year. So we were able to take some of their uh, you know, content and merge it with our own because in our opinion, retail and payment go hand in hand. You know, you can't have one without the other. And so we were able to take uh, their challenge and we just kind of went ham with our budget, so to say. We have uh, POS machines and we got anti-theft tags and sales tags. We're bringing in a um, the anti-theft pillars for people to play around with, you know. So we're really excited in that. We even have scanners and uh, inventory devices for people to mess around and play with. So so all of these obviously is inspired by real life stories, right? <laughs> we, we know all the things that can happen and can go wrong in that space. So uh, everything that you're doing right now, it's, it's referred to that. And so... What can people expect when they come there? Like, it, the, the, is it like an evolution of the of uh, the other village, um, a, a better version, an expanded version? No offense to the first one; I know they did a great <laughs> job, but maybe like a larger, like a, a, this merger brings some new new perspective that they were not there before. So, I would really like to hope that we're expanding upon it in a positive way. Uh, obviously. You can't have payment without the POS systems. So we're having a challenge to see who can take on our POS device, who can uh, root it. It would be an honor if <laughs> we keep saying, if you guys remember when the voting machine village started mm -hmm. yep. and they uh, they got DMCA'd <laughs> you know, out the wazoo uh, for people hacking them. We're hoping to see some interesting vulnerabilities come up with these POS systems because honestly, for something that handles so many, so much, so much money transactions, right? They're very weak in security. Mm. Uh, go ahead. No, I was, I was going to use that as an opportunity to say kind of how, yeah. how did the village come together then? Um, 
So, yeah. like I said, I wasn't there for the inception of the village, unfortunately. I was brought on afterward. Uh, but as far as I understand, it just kind of started when uh, a couple of the guys were talking about, you know, we don't really talk about the retail sector of things. Retail doesn't want to talk about the retail sector of things. I mean, I'm sure we can all agree that Target <laughs> wants to forget about that HVAC hack from Black Friday. Um, well, I've been referenced once or twice, I think. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we actually reached out to Target <laughs> to see if they would work with us. Uh, they never got back to us, unfortunately. But when you don't talk about things, you know, you allow things to fester. And we know that there's malware for cash registers and point of sale systems, especially with a lot of things going to self-service, you know, that kind of makes a wild west almost in the retail sector for things to be broken into or broken out of as it may be for a point of sale system. And so it kind of just came, if you don't talk about it, someone's going to find it. And you just got to get your foot in the door and open up the, you know, open up the, the possibilities. So. So it's not that if you don't talk about it, you're, you're safe. Cause that's, I think that's kind of like <laughs> the attitude, right? If you, if you don't see me, I don't see you. If I don't see you, you don't see me. No, I'm just, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, I, so. The connection that I'm thinking, and I apologize if it's a stupid question, but I go by no question is a stupid question. No, of course. The connection, like with all the online uh, retail now that's going on, it, like, of course, they use API there, but yeah, is it yeah. like a connection between the physical retail and the online retail? So I'm really glad you brought that up because we oh, have... it wasn't a stupid question. No, so we actually have someone who's hosting a discussion at the village he worked for uh, Klarna on a contract and uh, I'm not sure if you guys use Klarna in America but we use it a lot in Europe and it is a secure payment method to use online transactions and he has some pretty interesting uh, takes on what he saw there. He has uh, mitigating vulnerabilities in two-factor authentication and preventing account takeover and ethical considerations in using digital footprints for verifying identities for online services. So there will definitely be a lot of discussion of that. Uh, we also have a sponsor for the village, Ombori, uh, they're a Swedish company, and they are graciously coming out. And if not this year, the next year, they are developing a challenge uh, around their online uh, sales solutions to um, allow people to uh, attack it, hack it, etc. So that's interesting. So they're a, so they're a, a service provider or an app provider. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they're an app provider. Yeah. But don't quote me on that one. <laughs> well, they're they're building something for the sector to use, and yeah. they're they're looking to the community to help um, understand its uh, weaknesses and shore it up a bit. Yeah. Okay. So it's a Ombiza Grid is a SaaS platform that enables businesses to digitally transform into smart stores, smart offices, smart hospitals, and smart cities. So there you go. Nice. With uh, when talking with their CEO, he was interested in the idea, but obviously a little wary to just let hackers <laughs> go at their platform. 
but he uh, he himself is a techie at heart and uh, he's really interested in the idea. Always wanted to go to DEF CON as well, so it really worked out. Yeah, yeah and I wouldn't normally hone in on a company, but just the fact that they they take this seriously and they value the work being done. Uh, I, I oh, the willingness alone. Yes, yeah, it's worth highlighting. It's worth highlighting. Others should uh, follow suit. So what else can people see in here? Um, any other highlights you want to? Yeah, so we have a ton of tags, like I said. So people will be able to essentially make their own name badges at the village with the uh, item tags. We have other talks, obviously. Uh, Rock the Cash Box is one that I'm most interested in. But probably the greatest title we have is I Know What You Ate Last Summer. So... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're wow. going to have uh, great talks, uh, great challenges at the village. We're even trying to jump on that dolphin hype train with the flipper, and we'll be preparing some RF frequencies for people to try out and add to their flippers, which I'm sure we'll see in abundance at <laughs> DEF CON this year. I've already seen people trying to trying to trade stuff for, for flippers. <laughs> yeah. already, already fun. Um, I was going to ask you about, because you talked about self-service and you, you talked about yeah. inventory and you just talked about uh, smart stores and things like that. I, it, it's not just the cash register and the, and the handheld point of sale. I mean, there's a whole ecosystem of stuff. Oh, a massive ecosystem. Sitting inside. Uh, maybe share a little bit about what that looks like. Yeah. I mean, stores are like a proverbial mess so to say, of uh, tr networking traffic and devices on their network. I mean, all the way from their APs to run things to Target's infamous HVAC system. You know, you have all the different security cameras and the spider traps. Then you have the whole inventory system itself. There's just so many ways to get into a network at a store. It's kind of baffling that the security is not at least where I think it should be for something that just anyone can walk in and access. Yeah. This kind of worrisome, especially after so many things that happened that actually ended up in the news. And, you know, you will think it's not a good thing for the brand. That's, that's for yeah. sure. But, but people think, tend to forget, I guess they get used to, to all these kind of things. So tell me something, who who is the the typical villagers that comes there? Like who, what side of security is interested in in, uh, in your village? So I'll hopefully have a better answer for that when I get to DEF CON, since this is the first year Okay, village. make a guess, make a guess. But if I had to guess, uh, we have seen a lot of, what are they called? Breakout? hackers so you know when you go to a you know any sort of self-service terminal and you tend to break out of the you know company restrictions for whatever it may be usually mm -hmm. for a, you know windows client side um we've had a lot of interest in the physical hackers even talk of a lot of these systems run through ethernet they want to sniff the traffic on these and see what exactly they're passing on the network what can you get from the cash register or 
even the, the payment device itself, whatever you're using to tap that credit card, you know, the, the, <laughs> now I can't think of it. What is the, what is the, um, phone connected iZettle or, you know, those sort of devices. What, what are those passing back and forth? What can you sniff the Bluetooth traffic? So we've had a lot of interest in RF, a lot of interest on, uh, the physical packet capture side and just a lot of people wanting to have unrequited access to a point of sale system and see what they can get out of it. Yeah, super cool. And I, I saw a tweet earlier today about somebody they, they uncovered the the sequence of buttons. This isn't retail, but it just reminds me of it. <laughs> sequence of buttons you press in your hotel room. To, oh, I think that was uh, Shannon with uh, Hack yes. Five, right? Yeah. Yeah, to uh, to do, uh, and I'm trying to remember now exactly what it was. It was, it to, was to bypass that tells you how many people are in the room or something yeah. around those lines. And yeah, knock it down as cool as you want, yeah. which we'll need in Vegas. So right. <laughs> not all cameras wear capes. That's right. <laughs> I presume there are some of those in retail shops. and But I guess the, the, the point for me is that there are what I used to call Easter eggs, right? These special... Yeah make it do something that uh it's supposed to do but only with certain certain rights well yeah especially like with these zigbee devices right you know they're that the bluetooth isn't the most secure i'm even bringing an uber tooth so people can sniff out traffic on the the bluetooth side like i said the iZettles they famously use bluetooth and wi-fi and the, you know you just give me an idea when you <laughs> when people go to vegas and the hotel should give the room for free to the hackers. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a pen testing. It's an active pen testing situation. So, you know, they definitely can get a better, you know, safety well, they, perimeter defense there. If well, they, they're going <laughs> to test it anyway. Exactly. They may as well make some money. It's going to get tested. I guess. Money to fix it. Make this make some money. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Scratch that. All right. <laughs> All for All right, well, responsible disclosure uh, policy. Um, <laughs> so certainly, it sounds like a lot of a uh, lot of hardware hacking, network traffic sniffing, yeah. uh, protocol sniffing. Any any app stuff? So that? yeah, so like I said, um, let me make sure I say this name right. <laughs> Ombori was going to develop a challenge. Unfortunately, the CEO came down with a high fever yesterday. So um, like I said, that might get pushed to next year. Hopefully not. Hopefully they can scramble someone to come. Uh, but yeah, so they were going to have a, a challenge along those lines to was see what we could do. To the, yeah. See what they could do on that platform. Um, but outside of that, a lot of it is going to be physical this year. Okay. We're still trying to get the footing and, working on getting more sponsors like uh, ORI, the Open Research Institute, and Ambori. So. Well, it's exciting to, uh, exciting to hear about it from a new village. I think there are a few, few new ones this year. I remember it was a couple years ago, Marco, that there was like a, an explosion of new villages uh, that we got to chat with. And it seems like there's some new ones this year, retail hacking being one of them. So it's great yeah, to see you. There is that thing that some have been merging, and that's what I was referring yeah. at the beginning, right? As a, as a new village, but a 
come from a different one. Mm-hmm. Uh, other, we were talking ICS and the Maritime Village, they kind of got together. And then the other thing that we're learning from talking with all of you is that anyway, there is a strong interaction and network between, I mean, you can't just have one village and, and being completely independent from the other when it comes to security, everything is connected. So uh, I guess I hope that everybody listening to this podcast, they they can go inside one of the village, but for sure go check out everybody else, especially the new ones, because it's very important that everybody gets to explore and the community just get bigger and bigger. And that's what we really need, especially new people that come in the industry and they come oh, to yeah. explore opportunity, right? So do you do something oh. like that in the village too, like to facilitate, uh, let's say, the, the, the new the new kids in town? So we're certainly, actually, uh, the co-lead Saito who's supposed to join, it's his first in-person DEF CON. So that's been really interesting because we're coming off of this will probably be, I know that last year there was in person, but this year is supposed to be the first in person DEF CON that they're really expecting to have the numbers back in mm. uh, talks with Nikita and a couple other people on the actual DEF CON staff. It's apparently been some pretty crazy planning. I mean, they put a lot of work every year, but that's part of why we're working with the flippers because we know that a lot of new people coming in have gotten flippers because it's it was kind of the what the one-stop shop hacking tool and so we want to make it fun and interactive in that way and hope that some of the people such as my father is actually coming to his first defcom this year oh, and nice. it's that way he can understand how some of these tools work. So he's not just using the tool, but he's learning and able to implement that tool. And, you know, in his case, maybe change the the TV channel or control some fans, right? (laughs) But for others, this could go to, I don't know, uh, opening garage doors and rolling codes and things like that. And I like what you said about how much the villages interact because we just yesterday opened up to hosting the, I believe it's dangerous things, but the implantation of RFID tags and NFC in your hand and other body modifications. We allowed uh, them to come over from biohacking because I, I don't believe they're getting enough time there. So we said, Hey, you know, NFC, RFID, that's all <laughs> That's all part of retail now with the tap-to-pay cards and Apple Pay. So it'll be really exciting to see them come over. I got my NFC at the first year the Biohacking Village was around, so from Dangerous Things. Nice. So it'll be exciting to see those guys. The embedded? Yeah. Yeah. So right nice. Yep. Very cool. We had a, an old podcast not too long ago about uh, the crazy thing you can do like with the with stuff in your hands <laughs> yeah <laughs> you never you never forget your wallet you know exactly <laughs> it's always with you <laughs> well and that's the crazy thing most people wouldn't expect a connection between retail hacking and biohacking uh-huh. but here we are uh, you know trying to trying to make those bridges trying to make those connections yeah yep yeah. Well, exciting. I hope you guys get a lot of uh, a lot of people at the village uh, being your first year. I'm sure some will just come to say welcome. 
And uh, I mean, even if it's not your first year to DEFCON, of course, but as a, <laughs> as a village. So I, I would say, you know, uh, congratulations and, uh, and the best of, best of luck with, uh, with this uh, DEFCON 30. Super cool. And uh, for everybody listening, uh, thanks for, for joining us for this Chats on the Road. Let me mute Marco while he's moving his phone. Um, <laughs> and, uh, of course, there'll be links in the show notes to, uh, to the village, their Twitter handle, uh, schedule, all the good stuff that uh, the team has put together. And, uh, of course, stay tuned for all of our chats on the road and uh, all of our live streams from Black Hat and DEF CON this week. Looking forward to catching up with everybody. Thanks for uh, joining. Thank you guys so much for having me. Pentera, the leader in automation security validation, allows organizations to continuously test the integrity of all cybersecurity layers by emulating real-world attacks at scale to pinpoint the exploitable vulnerabilities and prioritize remediation towards business impact. Learn more at www.pentera.io. EdgeScan offers continuous vulnerability intelligence as a service, accurately identifying vulnerabilities and exposures across the full stack. All threats are verified by cybersecurity experts, providing exploitable risk and remediation guidance, virtually false positive free. Learn more at edgescan.com. CrowdSec, the collaborative and open source cybersecurity solution. Analyze behaviors, respond to attacks, and share signals across the community for free. Let's make the internet safer together. Learn more at crowdsec.net. We hope you enjoyed this episode of our on-location conversation. If you learned something new and this podcast made you think, then share itspmagazine.com with your friends, family, and colleagues. If you represent a company and wish to associate your brand with our conversations, sponsor one or more of our podcast channels. We hope you will come back for more stories and follow us on our journey. You can always find us at the intersection of technology, cybersecurity, and society.